Welcome back, mystic mages and whimsical wizards, to another episode of this week's spell slinging, enchantment erasing, fireball flaying adventure of Dead Men Roll No Crits. This is your GM, Patrick, and shaman pondering an orb here and joining me and saying the magic words, waving our arms around like madmen are Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. How are you, folks? Hello. Great. Yo. Yo ho. Yo ho. Or orb pondering stuff is gonna be like so two months ago when this comes out. <laughs> I made the I made another joke <laughs> on Cosmic Crit, and I think uh, I think Drew might have said the same thing. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Pondered orbs makes magic is is a forever D D joke now. I think I think on Steam you can buy an orb pondering simulator. It's a VR game where you just sit in a space and I was ponder say, the orb. That'd be hilarious if it was just like very a, meditative. A clicking game where you just like click to ponder orb and you just like have to keep clicking. <laughs> oh Wait, no. I am so confused. What are y'all talking about? Oh man. It's, <laughs> it's just a, a there's a meme image. It's it's like this yeah. drawing of a of a wizard and he's just like got his hands up like this and he's just looking at this blue orb. Oh, and people that's are just it. Like, I'm, I'm pondering that. my okay. orb. Yeah, it's okay. Although I think it made yeah. it made more sense that I made the joke because they were fighting a orb. <laughs> they were actually fighting a, a circle. It's cool art. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we were in the middle of the free captain's regatta. If you guys recalled. And yeah. that's where we're, we're starting back up here at having gone through the silted shores. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the first? Oh, Shilted Shrouds, the the sandbars. And you picked up some speed, got through them pretty darn quickly. This week's episode, though, does not start back in the start of the race, but rather in maybe the captain's quarters here. Uh, Honto has called the officers to a quorum with some other magic users from the Tidebreaker. We see the Druid Candoso, the priestess of Besmara Sendaraquin, the occult channeling Osric, the world weary Farazman Bartleby, and the naturally magical attuned sorcerer Flotsam. Do you guys remember Flotsam? Oh, yeah. He's still yeah, on the ship. That's that seaweed that she foretold some bad things about. Uh, Cassius and I think they're all true <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's still hanging around Yeah, every once in a while you think he's just like a piece of seaweed because he just kind of lounges on the deck you know like yeah. prone but uh, you try <laughs> so to mop him over up and he's like, to, hey so he comes over and is about to throw him off and he's like no 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 <laughs> uh, that, that was all the magical characters I could think of on the, the ship but all of them have come here as well as Honto, Alaris and Captain Cassius Honto you had a plan perhaps to to ease into the next segments of this race and perhaps not draw attention to yourself. Uh, something you mentioned, I think, uh, off air last week. What was it you wanted to suggest or maybe explore with Honto? Oh, well, it was a, a, a plan that he had come up with, I guess, was assisted uh, in coming up with to hide the orb, <laughs> the, the, the dream, the dream pearl. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, but not like under a rock somewhere, right? No, no. So he would indicate to those who, I mean, I guess everybody, but uh, he'll he'll definitely keep his eyes on on people when he explains that uh, I was pulled into a, a a vision 
I don't know if you remember the the mer woman that we saved from the underwater cave. She pulled me into a, a, a dream state and uh, showed me that we're going to encounter some sort of sea creature, like a, a dragon turtle. If I remember correctly, Patrick, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Flotsam perks up at that is like, oh, no. <laughs> I forget the exact voice. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's not good. She seemed to impress upon me that it's because we're, well, because I'm carrying this. And he'll produce the pearl. She says that there are forces that are seeking it. And as long as it's on my person, it poses us a threat. And so you have an an idea of how you want to hide this thing from potential creatures looking to, to steal it away from you. Yeah, I think Flotsam like climbs up on top of the the table and everywhere he's he's stepping it's like the Pillsbury Dough boy it's like the map is getting wet underneath you because he's a little he's always just a little soggy little squishy feet but he'll he'll come up and examine the the pearl of Lurgeny is like mm, it's a magical item and there I think there are ways to do what you're asking uh, but yeah op- opening portals to, to realms of dreams there's dangers in that too mm-hmm Sandara will will chime in and say, "I what whatever I've heard tales of doing ritualistic magic like that. There, there's either a cost or a consequence. We're talking monkey paw rules here. Are you sure that's something you want to go through with? Well, it depends. Do you all feel safe with me having this on my person, or if if I hide this, I'm not sure I'll be able to get it back from where I want to put it." To be honest with you, mate, there are probably quite a few things on this ship that if people found out about it, they'd try to kill us. So I'm not too worried about what treasure we have and what what comes after us from everything we've been through. We've held our own through much. So if this is something, if you want to hide it because you want to hide it, then that is a different story. But if you feel the need to hide it because you're worried about our safety or or because you feel like... You're endangering the crew. I think you should expel those worries. That if the orb is important to ye, then I think the safest place for it is to be on ye. That's fair. Well, we it, put it, don't we have a null space chamber or whatever it's called in the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, hi, I'm here from Starfinder. We we is have the Starfinder. Yeah, we have the captain's <laughs> chest. Alindra, what are you doing here? I'm about to say I'm allowed to call you Alindra, but you're not allowed <laughs> to, uh, uh, to make Starfinder. Yeah, references. we we have that captain's chest, I believe, which allows us to you know it's an extra dimensional space that we can store things in. But mm-hmm. you know they're not secure. It was just kind of like, you know we opened it and treasure just flew out of it. So sure, I was um, just wondering if that would make it less detectable in open seas, but maybe not. Who yeah. knows? It's possible, but you know once more, if if that were to get stolen or sunk to the bottom of sea for whatever reason, then it would, you know, be accessible, I guess is, is the way to put it as opposed mm. to um, hiding it within a dream uh, will, you know, basically mean like you would have to know exactly where to look. Um, yeah. Going over maybe some of the, the information of the specifics, the, if you did want to do this ritual, it would take about an hour and would kind of work like an aided spell check to try and open up a 
a, a portal through through dream world and and hide this thing and mm-hmm. one person would be uh, i mean it works just like a ritual in t- terms of game rules the primary caster and then for this you can have up to five secondary casters who can try and eat okay and what kind of check would you be looking for <laughs> it depends on who you want to be the primary it, Basically, everyone's going to kind of follow suit behind the primary. For this, I would think Arcana or Occultism. Well, that's just it. Is that I feel like as the as the dreamer, it would probably be beholden to Hanto to do it, but he's terrible at both of those things. I have the <laughs> skills if it helps. Yeah, so long as you're part of the group, you can help kind of direct things. But one person will be responsible for the primary role, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little easier to to aid than than hit like the the final DC for for the check. Well, yeah, if people are willing to 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 help with the the procedure, uh, see if we can get it to happen. I, I think Hondo should be the primary just because he's trying to hide it in one of his dreams, and it might it might fail, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we've got five magic users. You actually don't have to be trained or know have magical skill to to do a a ritual like you know doesn't hurt if it's Mm -hmm. uh, a magical spell but they they can all help you okay um are are both the same for you do you have any training in in either um unfortunately they have made the decision to make both of them intelligence based um (laughs) (laughs) so so, uh yeah same bonus for both which is a uh negative one (laughs) okay well, it, I mean, it, believe it or not, the secondary might, it might be better to have the, the magic users on. Why don't we go ahead and do some rolls for the secondaries? What do you think would be best to use? Uh, Arcana or Occultism? I'm mainly talking to uh, Kendoso, Ozzy, Bartleby, um, and Alaris, if you want to join in. on, on I'll join in. I have roles. a plus 15 to both of those, so it doesn't matter to me. Okay, yeah, Fl- Flotsam's going to sit this one out there and be like, you guys go for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Kendoso has a nine in both of them. Mm-hmm. Once again, the DC is a little bit easier to to aid, and yeah. the the penalty for, for failure on the aid is actually pretty, pretty, pretty gnarly. But why don't we go ahead and start making some of those rolls? Secondaries? Yeah, the secondaries. I'll I'll roll for Sandora Quinn. Okay. Who's who's got a critical success? Does oh, it wow. matter to you whether we do Arcana or Occultism? Or I mean, it, bonus is it, the same for me. It but. does have to be all the same. So, oh, is Occultism the the good one for Ozric? Well, I mean, it doesn't matter for it, 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 he's not the deciding factor because just like Candoso and uh, Alaris, it's the same bonus for both. Okay, what about Bartleby uh, Uh He has plus one to both of those and he can't do anything <laughs> trained so. oh no oh no because he's not trained he's he's not a rogue he doesn't have a, bu- a bunch of extra things to do so I, did yeah. i say bartleby was the fifth i meant flotsam was the fifth i thought you had oh hey <laughs> training oh well for flotsam as well oh my god i'm just rolling all of my rocks for these oh stupid npcs i mean not not that they're stupid but two critical successes from we got one from flotsam one from sandara so it's just dc 15 for this so Success for Alaire, success for Candoso. Unfortunately, just a regular success doesn't add bonuses here, but we've got a critical success 
with Aldrich and two others. So you get a plus six to this roll, Honto. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's give this a shot. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. The dice what about picked up here? What is your uh, 11? Oh. That's oh. just enough, right? No. no, I think the DC is 15 for the assistance. Oh, gotcha. Well, you yeah, that's, roll, right? oh, well, you rolled a 12, though. That's pretty good. That's plus, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that, you know, is plus five. No, plus six to that, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. we're talking about 17. 17. I will tell you that is probably not going to be enough if you do want to try and re roll. Mm, let's do it. Hey, oh, Seth, what a good choice. 19 uh, on the dice. Yes. Uh, okay. Very good success here, To I was using the, the ritual rules for awakening a portal. A pretty high ritual here, but there is the possibility if you critically fail, you summon a monster to attack oh, cool. you. It comes through the dream world and probably tries to kill you. Okay. But that nice. is enough, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a while. You know, maybe some meditation, like summoning some magic script. But Honto, you're able to enter into a dream state. What? I, I mean, it's not exactly like memories, but do you have like a dream idea that of where you want to to hide it? Yeah, dream um, you've had, or it's a it's a memory of him sitting at the side of one of the uh, the stilt houses with a good drink and uh, good company just watching over the ocean and he will place it there um, let's see we'll put it inside the drink itself why not <laughs> uh, warm cuppa so yeah probably to retrieve this you know someone would have to know about you know this memory this dream that you've had and have to go in for a big big drink of of tea in order to to pull that out yeah and um, I imagine yeah. that Probably the other people's participation involves, uh, I guess, pulling him out of the dream state now that he doesn't have the pearl to help him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. By the the end of it, I mean it's just kind of like waking up at the end, and mm. as soon as you you get through, you you get confirmation because you know this takes about an hour that you're coming up on the next leg of the race, the next thing that will require an all hands on deck. Oh dear. Um, just in time. As we get to this, my notes, uh, Ambrose Croup, like, you know, steps in and is like, oh, we need you on deck, Captain, everyone else. He'll he'll advise you, Captain Cassius. Uh, Captain, I, I've seen these waters afore. You got to take it slow or, or you're likely to hit the shoals. Got miles of coral in front of us. Big reefs, too, just beneath the surface. Not real likely to put a hole in your boat, but... It could still cause us a, a good amount of time and, and maybe some structural damage to the hull. Rosie Cuss will, will, will pop in after him and say, gunpowder, and walk up to you on the bridge and say, uh, Captain, if we slow down, the sturdier ships we've passed are, will likely catch up. What 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 be your, your course of action? What, what speed and heading do you want to take, Captain? Mm-hmm. Let me think. I'm trying to think of all the things we have at our disposal here. Mm-hmm. So basically, the way this section works is, you know, your sailing ship can move under wind speed like forty feet in an action. So, in moving through this next area, you can go full speed, which is like one hundred and twenty feet per per turn. 
forward. You can go a medium speed, somewhere in between, like round 80, or just take it slow and steady with a, a single action, and that will affect if you're not able to to spot these shoals, how much time you have to make those sharp turns to avoid collision. Are there any other ships visible? I think so, but it is a, as you can see on the, the map here, a very wide stretch of sea. Okay. So uh, many of them are, I mean, almost none of them are following the same path. They're all gotcha. like out a uh, quarter, half mile or so. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, hmm. I mean, if we if we do get a hole, I can mend it really quickly with shape wood. Um, I can only do that once per day, though. So, gotcha. Is the spyglass useful here to spot the shoals more easily? It doesn't really help with with that kind of thing. It would. It's mostly, you know. Yeah, I could look far away with it, but it doesn't help me like you know, penetrate murky water or anything. It doesn't help me see through things that are obscuring. Right. So it would just be, I mean, essentially what this comes down to is do we think we can rock a bunch of sailing lore checks to go, to go fast uh, or not? Uh, Cause I can't think of something that would give us a bonus here. I'm tempted to take this one slow because we have some, you know, we, we have some open water after this that we could try to make up, you know, the ships that are heavier than us, um, we have we have a chance to catch up on them if we are, you know, lighter and faster. And then we're going to go into the first turn. And that's where I kind of want to try to make as much forward progress as we possibly can on that first turn. Leading into the, you know, w- that's when we finally turn into the outside of the, of the eye. So. Okay. Slow and steady, you say? I'm... I know that's not going to get us as many race points, but we mm-hmm. we got a, a decent amount. So, is it are my options slow, medium, fast, or just slow, fast? Slow, medium, or fast? Yeah, let's do medium. We'll meet in the middle. Oh, okay. I think I think we'll be okay. I just don't think we can haul full speed through this. We will. I'm sure the DC to do so is like a difficult DC. So, alrighty, let's go ahead and roll for the stormbound hazard here. Uh, as we get into this next section, another D100 roll. Who wants to do this one to to see what the the weather in this part of the race is like? What, well, what mean, the storm druid should probably do it. Event happens. Yeah, well, we have a lot of these in this race, so don't feel <laughs> bad about. I rolled Ooh. a four, so it's either good. really good or really bad. No, that's good. I was zero was good. hazard. Yep. All right. Yep. Nice. No, no hazard there. You want low. My on boyfriend this. told me that that it was <laughs> good to roll low. <laughs> Fours are good, he said. <laughs> uh, nice. Right. So as you continue, now if you'd to... stop rolling them on a d twenty, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that, that's step two. <laughs> there, there are some charts you can use here to to you know get around already previously spotted reefs, but there are uncharted ones that that come up here. Uh, let's. Go ahead and make a uh, survival check or sailing lore. I guess it's just one or the other to to navigate the the raker shoals here. Okay. Who wants who wants to do that? I have sailing lore. Can I assist? Just a single roll, and you can if you um, if Tyler wants to roll it. Sure, I'll roll it. 
How about a 35? Okay, so that is a, a critical success. So not that many Uncharted Reefs coming at you this go around. Everyone can make me a perception check. See if where indeed we spot some reefs. Ooh, boy. Guys, rolling. Everyone's just rolling rocks. <laughs> the lowest roll has been like that four. And that was a D100, but that was a, <laughs> that was a good four. Uh, let's see here. So with the medium speed, that changes the difficulty a bit. And getting it up that high at a 30, you are able to spot it basically a good distance away. Uh, make me a saline lore check, Captain, to try to avoid. Does a 29 make it? It does indeed. <laughs> All right. And give me one more perception check for, for another reef here. Everyone can make it. Oh, all of us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, please help, Cassius. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. You guys are so helpful. Oh, Alaris up in the the <laughs> the, the crow's nest, and and uh, we got a good one from... I will never stop rolling single digits. Never. You can never make <laughs> me stop. <laughs> a good one from Honto, too. <laughs> Give me one more roll to avoid Captain Cassius. Oh, my, my oh, avoiding that's a, oh, well, I, well, I, think, oh. I think we're going to re-roll this, Natural, friends and family. Natural one. one. Of the uh, let's try again. A minor improvement to 28. Yes, yes. And a 28 is going to be, let's see. I mean, enough, right? Do I need an assist? I think it's only if you fail this check. Well, the DC for this one was was 25, so that is a success. Only if you fail this check, you uh, basically take your ramming damage as if you had rammed another ship mm. and, and ramming this reef. I was but hoping I, to get another critical success here, but... No, no problem getting around those two and all the rest of the, whatchamacallit, the already spotted reefs you're able to, to get through a good deal. I rewrote this section for kind of like second edition rules and... I've made myself confused. It casts confusion on itself, and it's super effective. Super. Let me go back to the AP and see what this is here. This section of the race, because you do have to very slowly maneuver around these these shoals, doesn't really allow you to pick up additional race points. This is just a, a big problem if you hit one of these shoals. One, because you can take some damage, and two, a, you can lose some time. You know. Gotcha. Um, slowing down so that does not happen you retain all of your race points and we're going into the next section maybe an hour or so later a large leg of the race with no real hidden dangers like the last two but still enough of uh, a challenge it could stymie a very large ship like the the tide breaker um gozra's flow sometimes known as gozra's golden flow by the the less rev reverent amongst the pirate crew is a a large powerful series of, of currents that sweeps out from the the storm and goes all the way to the the sodden lands these are currents that would wash up on your your, your doorstep honto this section is it's extremely treacherous getting a ship through as you are going kind of straight across these these currents during this leg of the race it will require either nature checks or survival to avoid some of these stronger 
easterly currents, if you recall, the, the Ivad Medinego goes counterclockwise. And yeah, basically failing any of these can 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 take some time away from your race. But before we, we do that, uh, one more stormbound hazard. Who wants to roll this one? Oh, I'll do it. You're going to have some dangerous winds here, some some rogue waves. There's all kinds of stuff that can happen. Oh, and does. Oh, wait, no. I, 28. I saw, nice try. <laughs> I saw the eight first. I was like, ah, but no, 28. That is a hazard. It's called slippery deck. A rush of water over the deck makes it more slippery for for a time, just for a time. Okay. Everyone on deck has to make a very simple acrobatics check or or fall prone, basically, at a, at a time when I, I choose. I don't think that's going to affect things too much here because I don't think any dragon turtles are going to attack right now. <laughs> you guys are already rolling. You're like, nah, I'm fine. Oh, 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 I, I wanted, oh I'm sorry. I thought you, you said you wanted us to roll the acrobatics now. And then at some point, you'll just be like, if you fail, you <laughs> well, fall about down. To, well, yeah, why, why don't you go and roll that now? Just don't roll a natural one because I think that's the only thing that's going to affect you. I'm, I'm thinking more of like Scrimshaw Jack falls into the ocean because I he, see. he rolled the natural one. Oh, oh, yes. Get out those natural 20s now. God, no. Patrick, what have you done to me? So, yeah, how would you like to make your way across this section of the race? Like I said, you've got two options. One, kind of feel it out with uh, nature checks. Uh, or two, take a, take a look at those maps and, and try to plot a course with survival. Can we do both? Like combine forces or no? It's one or the other. Well, yes, you can. There's three checks in total you have to make here to, to make it across. So if you want to each... Kendoza kind of will divide and conquer. I mean, my bonus Kendoza for both will, of those is the same, but Kendoza mm-hmm. will climb up to the crow's nest and look, look yeah. about. I feel like we have a a Kendoso nature, and then uh, a, a Honto Cassius survival roll, and then whatever Alaris wants to do. I figure that's probably cli- the best. I have a climb speed now, so I'll climb up on the rigging and help Kendoso out, looking out at the storm. Okay, sound sounds so. We got team nature and team survival. I think it's the same team. How many assists <laughs> can be made? I, I mean, I think uh, for this one, it, you know, up to to three. I mean, three of you can assist on on one single roll. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, what what do you want to do for the first one? Do you want to follow Candoso's lead or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start with the nature. Okay, so a little bit easier for the assist but it's a, it's a hard nature roll but this part's difficult sorry i'm lost am i am i assisting on you're that? assisting via nature yeah okay. 32 natural oh 20. my god Just 29 burning, burning through natural 20s here okay so a critical assist and assist here um plus do you want three do you want to roll uh right. no, I, no i have a plus one to nature so okay I'm not, yeah got it <laughs> that is sorry fine. Um, hey, hey I one. got out of the double digits. <laughs> Ten. Uh, with a plus uh, three to that, that, that doesn't include your plus three, right? Correct, correct. 31 is enough for a success. All right. Uh, nice. Let's go ahead and, and do the next one. Do you want to do another nature or a survival? What's Honto's survival total 14. bonus? 14. Let's just keep going with assisting on nature then. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Cassius is is got enough troubles handling the the ship. You, you guys yeah, are in Ca- charge. So yeah, Cassius so. will be down with the wheel, and he's he's just he's just changing the ship's heading according to the blade instructions. Mm-hmm. I'm not helping out here at all. <laughs> I love I love the whole, like the idea of Hanto being like. Ah, uh, these waters lead to my homeland. I know how we can follow Candoso. <laughs> you, you, you dip your claw in the water. He's like, mate, I just so checked his familiar. stat sheet and his nature bonus is unparalleled compared to the rest of us. <laughs> well, you got it. Yeah, I mean, you do have a very large bonus here. Jabert, mm-hmm. obviously, your druid. It might be somewhat attuned with nature. Why don't you go ahead and roll me that first and see if we need our friends. Jeez Louise. Oh, well, you, you know rolled what? a natural two. I'm gonna re-roll that because that's, that's also fine. That's absurd. All right, ah, nice. So Good we don't average. even. We, that is uh, the same thing you rolled last time. So we don't need to really worry about the assists here, even though <laughs> Honto did. Honto, you, you made it. If you want to just uh, speed this along and do the the third check, we can move out of Gozra's flow. Crush it. One more potential success. One more nature. Mm-hmm. God dang it! Oh, ah. dude, you just can't stay away from those two. Jesus H farts. I, Will I think. I think we. I think we need the assists. Plus <laughs> for me. Uh. <laughs> Jesus H farts. <laughs> uh, that's two assists. I was yeah. about to say. I think we need. Ooh, unfortunately, some crit successes. Some crit assists in order to to get us over uh, the. Hold okay. on, I rolled for nature. I rolled a twenty nine, a twenty eight, and another twenty eight. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, you rolled pretty good. So he's at twenty two. I don't. I mean, I, I can, can get there, but I don't think I can get there, even if I roll and even if I were to make it, which mm-hmm. I don't think I can make it with a plus one. It does seem a little bit bananas that I'm not getting a bonus on like the thing that I spent my entire life looking like looking at. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, like, I'm not getting a little a little a little something you, extra. You, you are like a bonus. when you it's look at Excel 18. spreadsheets for too long and you you know it all yeah. kind of turns to mud in your brain. No matter how extensively you've worked with Excel spreadsheets, it just happens eventually. You know, just and happens, same thing yeah. with storms. If you're a storm druid, oh it must man, be. when I when I'm developing something. And like I put a lot of work into some code the night before, and then I wake up the next day and look at it. It is a foreign language. Yep. Like I'm just like, what did who, I do? Who did that's this? What, that's what Kendo is going through. Were there gnomes in I, my house put, in the night? Why didn't I put notes down? I'm an idiot. You're gonna you're gonna hate this. It subtracts each failed check one from your total race score. <gasps> oh, you're no. losing time. But the good part of this is, while more difficult, you can make that up. By making some good piloting checks, some some excellent sailing checks, and you can oh. make you, you can attempt here up to three. Can I assist? No, I want you. You've you. I was about so to I say. A, I think I don't it, have a reroll, so I think you should roll at least. I think you should roll until you have to use your reroll, mm. and then I'll take over the rolling. I think, unfortunately, if if you're aiding Candoso with like navigation. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be doing both at this oh, time. Oh, never mind. Then I'm happening at the same own. time. Cassie is to the end. Yeah, give us Come some Come on, dice. 25. Just just a success. You pick up a point. 37. Oh, critical? Oh. Critical? Critical? That's critical success. Two more points. 
Oh, uh, 36 critical? Critical? Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All oh, right, you all don't right. need a Lyris. I was about Good to say, very hard. You roll rocks. The slippery deck does not uh, <laughs> prohibit you from from gaining some speed. Uh, can I can I purposefully can I purposely whip the tie the tidebreaker like hard starboard when I think Ichito Greg's about to go on his peg leg or whatever just to see if he'll <laughs> slip on the <laughs> as a as a as a form of uh, oh, easy. He, he's made it. I've rolled a ten for his oh, acrobatics. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Cassius is is laughing, but yeah, he 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 wanted him to make it. He didn't it's want anything bad to happen. Prank. Um, it's a it's a funny pirate prank. It's a goof pirate pranks. All right, we are going into the next leg. The fourth. I'm just I could just year. I could just see all the the video toaster effects on the screen, like just like zooming out and say, pirate pranks. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> we swapped out the captain's peg leg with a rubber peg leg. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like and subscribe to my. <laughs> Pirate tube. <laughs> this crew thinks channel. that they're protected from scurvy from all the by with all these lemons, but we loaded them into the cannons and shot them into the nearest ocean. <laughs> You've <laughs> went Where do you see the look on Itchy Toad Greg's face when he opens the lemon box and sees cannonballs? <laughs> As you make your approach to this next leg of the race, you see far ahead two jagged shafts of rock. Inside the, the storm itself, this is the irises, splinters rising from the ocean far away from you, presenting a very narrow 100-foot gap between them, something you, you've known about as a part of this race. Competitors have to thread the iris and indeed sail between these so-called splinters. And as you, you make your approach, maybe from a mile or so away, you see... Indeed, a, a very large bird's shadow in the, the clouds above you all, knowing that the Master of Gales is somewhere here uh, amongst the, the crackling lightning in the, the heavens above, making sure that all competitors indeed make it through this point. As you get closer, rain begins to sting your eyes, coming at you sideways on the, the ship. We need to make another stormbound hazard roll. I really, I really don't want this one to be good. Then it's <laughs> get a big one. It's the one. It's the first one that's close to the eye, so it's gonna be wild. We get one reroll, one reroll, and I'm totally fine using it here if we roll like in the 80s or above. Question: Where are we on the map right now? Like, what letter? We're are we at on? H. 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 Okay. We're up here. H for how are you gonna survive? That's a great question. Nice, oh, nice roll. Nice roll. Let's go. Let's go. Boo. Perfect weather. <laughs> Does, do these rolls affect the... They just affect us, right? They don't affect the other racers. No, I think they, they're they pretty much... Well, some of them can, I think, affect everyone if it's like huge lightning storm. But right. uh, for the most part, if it's like slippery deck, it's like, well, your, your swabs us, aren't yeah. doing their job, apparently. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no hazard here. No, don't worry. We'll have plenty of hazards. There's still a lot of race left. But yeah, as you guys get into position to, to start making your way towards the, the splinters, uh, quarter mile out, Honto, you recall your vision. This is the place indeed where Namalia saw you going up against this massive ancient creature called the Hergenzosk. And if this is indeed its territory, Unfortunately, as as you might have surmised, there's no sailing around this feature or, or trying to avoid 
its territory. Like some other parts of the race, there's this is a very narrow area you have to to get through. But having hid the pearl, you you think you might be better off if indeed it could have sensed it, perhaps sensed this pearl. As you guys get closer, maybe a half mile ahead, you see a couple other ships coming in from the sides to to go up against the the iris, and they are jockeying for position ahead of you. Maybe maybe you can't tell what one of them is, but one of them you recognize the outline of very very easily that of the black flags of the accursed Barnabas Herdigan. I would like to use the far glass here if I can. And do what? I just want to see what's happening up there and mm-hmm. see what's being... Wait, how... let me hold on a second. I want to make sure I'm not using... I, I want to make sure... I want to see how often I can use this. Sure. Really quick. Once per day. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Did you already use it? I have not already used it, but this would be the only time I could use it. Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Remind me again mm. what you can use it for. Like, what's the benefit? So, essentially, when I when I aim it at something, I can, whatever it is looking at, I can see, obviously, and I can also hear them. So, anything that is being said or discussed, I can hear it as if I was standing, like, you know, literally right there. So... It, it's a nice little spying device. I mean, to be fair, Harrigan was never one for words a lot of the time, in our experience anyway, so it's not like he's going to mm-hmm. just be laying out his plans. No, but it's like if you can hear their the orders he's giving, it's one of those, and, and that's why I, I wanted to try to use, but, but considering they're so far ahead of us and we're not competing for it, it's not such a big deal, but uh, it was one of those things that, like, for a really tough check... It is would, this something was, you would you would advise or try to get some some advisory from your your officers from is that something you want to ask about Tyler or is this a decision you think you're making internally and when to use this yeah I think probably in I mean they know of it they know I can use it so if one of them you know shouts out yeah you should use it then you know he might consider it but right now I think he's just considering it himself well I was about to say Alaris you do know that maybe Maybe some other people. I'm forgetting your one-on-one stories, everyone. But uh, Barnabas has done the race before, you know. So he's yeah probably if if it did go through this this point in in years past, I mean he's gone through it. He's survived it. If you're looking for a maybe yeah. some intel, that yeah, way. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off for another time. I think we can navigate this part of the. We got a good. Storm roll. I think we can sure. navigate this just fine without the without the assist. All right. Well, never dangle that apple in front of me ever again unless you're ready to use the magic <laughs> item, Tyler. I swear. Sorry, I, I thought I could use another it. five minutes of air time. I, not. I doing thought something. I could use it. I thought I could use it multiple times. Okay. This is a what day. we call Chekhov's spyglass. We've got to <laughs> yeah, use I, it now. Oh yeah. If you don't use it before the <laughs> the end of the day, Tyler. Yeah. Oh boy. I hope everyone gives you an ear fill. <laughs> <laughs> They're no making fun of, of Drew for not using a hyper. <laughs> right, right. Uh, or a mega elixir or what have you. Yeah, no, okay. I'm just looking I'm looking at like I and J and I'm I am i am scared, so <laughs> Alright. Well, let's get to this next section as as you see these ships approaching, they seem to jockey a little bit position and you know, from, from the distance you're at, it is hard to tell, but even at this range, you can see a 
a massive like lump forming in the ocean. It looks almost like a wave, but you see white water cresting the back of what looks like a gigantic turtle shell. And you watch in horror, perhaps, as this creature far out, as big as a ship itself, smashes into another vessel, not Harrigan's, the other. What you can tell now is the, the sullied strumpet, and it lets out a, a bellow that you can you can hear from, from a distance that just echoes over the, the water here beneath the, the darkening clouds. And it is not but a, a few seconds later, the ship begins to tilt then capsizes the sloop right into the into the ocean. And yeah, as as that happens, you see past the scrum, the wormwood just kind of skate by and, and head towards the 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 splinters. Cassius, as, as you look out on this destruction, maybe grip the the hand of the, the wheel of the brine banshee tight. A vision flashes through your mind and you are teleported back into the past and see once more the captain of the Banshee, Zarabel Jalhazar, sailing similar dark and stormy waters of the north around the eye. And here too, you see the same creature rising up from the ocean depths to attack that boat. You can kind of snap out of it and realize indeed when you, you guys went down to the Brian Banshee and investigated, you saw these massive scars along the the ship's hull, scoring that seemed to have been from a uh, impossibly large creature. Indeed, you believe it to be true that that is that is the beast, the sea beast that sunk that ship. Well, that's bad news, but we have to keep going. Cassius will bark out some more orders. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to skirt by this thing as lightning fast as we can. Here, here's all you can see of, of, of what's poking out of the water here. Just like massive, look like peaks of mountains of, uh, of this creature's back. Uh, I think Alaris, as we sail by, will we'll look uh, a bit forlorn as she recounts, you know, this reminds her of the, of the story that Pierce had told her of how Uncle Olivier had apparently stopped in the regatta to help him and his ship when they were starting to go down. But at the same time, Alaris realizes in the moment that as she would, as much as she would like to be brave and gallant like her uncle, I don't think she has it in her seeing these spikes of that creature and the destruction that has been wrought on that ship. I think it's, I think it's a tough sight to see and to realize that there's nothing you can do. I think oh, she's yeah. feeling a little helpless. The crew of the Sully Strumpet, I mean, they're probably going to die <laughs> for sure if if no one steps in to, to help them. Doesn't seem to be harassing them after the ship gets capsized. Like, it, it's not, like, continuing its assault. But, uh, I mean, they're they're capsized in dangerous, stormy water. So I think we'd um, better go full steam ahead and try to get away from this thing. Yeah, Sandara will, will back you up on that and says, I mean, it's it's big, but it is, it's rather slow, Captain. It's possible we can outrun her, but know that if we fail, then, well, we have to fight or we die. Yeah, Cassius, Cassius says, you, you know, maybe he, Cassius pulls off his, his normal high fashion fine coat and he just kind of ties it off on, on a banister and he rolls up his, his, you know, sleeves to his to his shoulders you you know his his tattoos are roiling and he takes his you know 
he throws his hat off, so he's just got nothing. You know, he's he's lightweight, and he, there's nothing in front of him. And he says, You're "Giving me the vapors, Tyler." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Cassius. You know, looks out, barks a few more orders, and and says, "You know, the ship hasn't failed us yet. She won't fail us here. The creature is slow, and we will be much swifter. So let's just let's just move by." Cassius thinks that we can we can get through this. All right. Yeah, you might know what I'm going to say here. I do require sailing checks. Have these you can aid, perhaps maybe with you know, your own sailing lore or survival. I'll even allow nature. Maybe you can figure out how you can juke or arcana juke a dragon turtle in its natural habitats yeah. here. But whatever <laughs> you'd like to aid, it, it will be a fairly difficult one as well. I need Candoso to shoot the most pinpoint accurate lightning bolt into this thing's eye that he's ever shot. <laughs> but then again, I don't, I don't think Candosa would even want to fight this thing. It's Gold probably pretty... To whoever it's probably pretty uh, I, can, I, yeah. I, I might be able to slow it down. I can make coral erupt out of the, the seabed, so... Oh, that, that is a good that is a good tactic if we get make to that it, point. Make it make it difficult terrain. Nice. Alright, we, we've got an aid here. Regular success from Alaris. Let's go to who wants to who wants to roll next. I, I guess I, I mean, we can also always start with you, Tyler, if you want to do uh, a sailing. 20, 29 plus uh, 30, I guess, with this with the assist. Yes, um, a success. So if we assist, we also have to use sailing war. Nope. Like I said, survival or survival nature or Kana might be able to, to work here. Uh, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to. Uh, I'm happy to roll. And then, if we're close to a critical success, maybe we can do the aids. I guess it's a difficult one. Could I apply athletics? Yeah, I mean, I'll allow it to to give us a little bit more of a, a turning radius here. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, let's uh, let's do roll number two. Oh, sorry, that's oh, okay. With that, that's okay, Cassius. Ah, we'll count it for this one because yeah. uh, you're gonna need some some help here. We got a nat- nat- natty four. Natty four. And I will say that is a, a critical success on the athletics. A regular success here, so we're up to 27. 27. Always 27. Do you have a, a roll, Chipper? You want to throw Candoso in to. Don't have sailing. Nature uh, works. Nature. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, okay, great. Boy, howdy. Oh, no. 23. Okay, at the end of. Uh, Can I use one of the ship's wheels? I think it's right before you get to the irises. Oh, yo, you can use the ship's wheels rolls, but you have to you have to play that before. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You think this is a, a post? Yeah, you've got to apply the a, magic to it. I need to put that in my notes. Oh yeah, the first edition rule says it's a full round action to come come hard to port or starboard with your your sailing action. That is, unfortunately, maybe as you get ready for the the turn to go through the the splinters, enough for this creature to emerge from the depths and 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 come alongside you as it does. Let me whoop. Oh, this looks familiar. Let me just see if it has. Oh yeah, this is a fun ability that it has. It's gonna start us off with just an attack action called capsize. Oh great. <laughs> uh, I told you it did it very quickly to this other ship. It has to make an athletics check with DC of the pirate's sailing lore DC. 
Tyler, your bonus is 20, so DC 30. Yeah. Boy, I don't like where this is going. Do you think its athletics bonus is pretty low? No. <laughs> I mean, it's a dragon, so it's probably pretty low, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it raises out of the water <laughs> to, to start this combat off. Let's see how bad off you guys are here. Okay. 12 on the dice, and indeed, it has started this process as you feel, I mean, I think it like lifts you up on its back. The tidebreaker just r- rising out of the water and then boom, slamming into it very quickly after that. I, I have, have a, to wonder what Sharga is thinking right now. Success, critical Does success a here. Does turtle count as a dragon? Well, but, this is what it looks like. It is definitely a draconic. <laughs> draconic. Does Sharga think turtles are cute? Well, I mean, but she has an anathema to dragons. She has to fight a dragon. But what's the what's the conflict here? Like, is she like turtles are cute, but dragons are evil? I mean, probably. Is it a is it a does she consider it a true dragon? That's my question. Like, what is? I mean, I guess I guess you could roll Sharga's like Arcana. I guess whatever it would be to identify because she might just straight up not know it's a dragon. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, dragon turtles are. Technically, dragon. Oh, I don't. Technically, like awesome is what they are. Yeah, as this thing starts to capsize your vessel, we'll start off by everyone making a. Well, actually, I only use your your rolls here for popping you into the initiative turn order. This thing comes right up on the side of your your ship as it is half submerged in the water. And it kind of, the dragon turtle kind of looks like a sea turtle. So it's got these giant claws that just kind of boom, pop on board the ship. <laughs> Obviously, I think there's some screaming from some of the pirate crew. Perhaps Grimshaw Jack uh, screaming his head off saying, We're going to die! <laughs> this is it! It's the big one! Meanwhile, Sharga's running toward the dragon turtle, I imagine. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's what's happening. I don't know if this is a good time to bring out the B team as far as challenges go. Um, I, I mean, they don't really have a choice but to be involved. <laughs> oh yeah, right, but they still we still need a... to, we still need crew to like hold lines and I mean we, the boat still has to be sailed. So no, for sure. Yeah, it, even with athletics thirty six, Seth, I think it continues on its its first turn action. So it's already made a single attack. Can all of you make a reflex save for me? Uh, I'll tell you now, a success from Alaris, 30. Oh, no. Oh, and I have evasion, so that's a critical success. Oh, that's a good one to get a critical success on. And we've got a a 28, a 29, and a 30, and Captain Cassius, a natural one. Let's not talk about it. This is indeed a basic reflex save, as it's it sounds indeed like a a massive creature sucking air through uh, through a storm here. Just and you see the the rain just kind of evaporate as a massive pillowing a, a plume of steam is is shot in your direction. A blast that seems to kind of light up magically around you guys. This is its breath weapon indeed, and it is a lot of fire damage coming at you. Oh, coming at Tyler. Wait, wait, wait. Does does that mean Cassius takes double? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. I Cassie's remember just... I remember how much damage this was, Patrick. I, I remember. Like I recalled it in my dream. Can I give him my hero point? <laughs> if you want to jump in in its path, maybe and take that that <laughs> shot worry, for guys. your captain. Oh, Don't worry, guys. Besmara Bones gave me 12 temporary hit points. I'm totally fine. <laughs> no, I, Alaris, you're on the deck with him where he's getting blasted. If you want to make another... If you want to allow Tyler to make another reflex save, I will allow it, but you take whatever he takes as the old uh, no, crux do here. Don't do that. Just, no, I don't, just think, let me, just, I don't think I can Yeah, just let it. me get melted. It's it, It'll be fine. He's got a plus 16 on on reflex. Why wouldn't you take... Oh, you're, you're hoping I'd let you roll for him. No, no, no. He, he rolls if you want to give him that hero point. No, no, no. I just mean, like, I have evasion, so, like, I've jumped mm. out of the way. I don't want to now <laughs> take damage. Why would I do that? To be fair, Cassius also has evasion, but doesn't help when you roll a one. Yeah. Yeah, but I've I would got, lose my evasion, it sounds like. Anyway. I've, I've got the like damage it. here ready as it's it's staring Cassius down. <laughs> Maybe makes eye contact with the wheel on the ship. Is like, I've already sunk the ship. What's happening? <laughs> but I, I think the the damage and the rest of this combat. Oh, that's a tale for another time. Oh, I've got oh, it ready to roll too. But, I hate you. Uh, maybe I'll just secretly GM roll this to myself and see how it goes. <laughs> Chuckle at the massive numbers. Oh, boy. Okay. We will get back to this next week, guys. Obviously, a little bit of a combat here to see if you can hold off or survive the, the Harrigan Zosk. And continue uh, on with the race. Uh, I mean, I'm very, it's, I'm very frustrated, folks. It's not impossible to to undo a capsizing. Might be losing a little bit of time here. Might be. Yeah, I don't know how we're gonna catch up from being capsized. I don't. I feel like that's a like you lost. You know. With, well, with our friend Barnabas Harrigan definitely ahead of you. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot, but. Uh, we'll find out how you do that. And well, if you survive, but you first got to survive and get, get back the ship in, in order. Right now, you're at like a 45, maybe 60 degree angle. It's not good stuff. That, that'll that be for next time. Until then, thank you, folks, for, for racing the regatta with me. Thank you, thank you Patrick. Patreon thank subscribers <laughs> who've made this possible, our freebie captains. Oh, you're not going to want to miss next week. <laughs> Trust me. Thank you for, for listening, and we will catch you next time on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Ahoy. Bye. Bad yarn. Bye, bye Cassius. Yarn. Bye, yarn.